Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Everything falls on me. Like, we're not going to start being like, who, who's this, who's that. Like, I'm, no one's going to become divisive with us. Like, everything falls on me, you know. It's just, you know, to be on a headset, the ball's at the five-yard line to try to run guys into the game. The clock was winding really fast that game. <laughs> um, you know, you're, you're up against it. You have a new quarterback. you got to get in the huddle, get out, you know. I'm, um, the last thing, you know, all these things are kind of talked about ahead of time. So if it's wrong, it's on me. Just let's just leave it at that. Like, it's just way easier that way. Um, you know, I have a say on everything. You know, we don't run the fake punt without me doing it. We don't, you know, I don't sit there and want to micromanage every play. But if it's a big play, we're going to do it. Good morning and welcome back to the Herd at Sports Radio. We are live from the H&H Chevrolet stage. At Herd at Sports Bar and Grill. We are live on AM 590 ESPN Omaha. ESPN Tri-Cities as well. You can find us on Twitter and YouTube. As many of our friends have found us over there. Um, there are... There are some... You know, there's some things that Coach Rule said in his press conference yesterday. And, and I am going to get to the Texas A&M stuff here. Um, because I do think it's interesting, but I also I, I think I, I do want to touch on some of the comments that Coach Rule made about being critical of coaches and wanting change and wanting to uh, maybe move on from certain people and and things like that. And first and foremost, I, I appreciate that he acknowledged that it is fair to be critical of what's going on. Um. And I under I don't expect him to come out and say, uh, yeah, Coach Satterfield's on the hot seat, and you know if he doesn't really improve here, then we're going to have, you know, we're gonna have to have a discussion about his status. Like obviously he's not going to come out and say that. That's um, that's not a realistic thing for, to expect a head coach to say. So he said about what I expected him to. That clip that he was talking about, not mm-hmm. the one that I just played, but the one you're talking about where he was talking about being critical of other coaches, mm-hmm. I mean, that made my head perk up because I was like, oh, where's he going to go with this? <laughs> I mean, it, that was a really good clip. We'll play that later. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's a, you know, it, it's, like I said, I like that he acknowledged that, you know, fans are going to be critical and they deserve to be critical. Now, some fans are overly critical and, you know, that's kind of a fine line that you walk there, but... Without, you know, without the fans, sports don't mean anything, right? It, without people caring about what you're doing and without them supporting it financially and all these other things, the sports aren't what they are. They're recreation. Uh, they're not a business. They're not a, you know, seven-figure payday for coaches. They're not any of those things. So there are, I think fans have a right to be critical about certain things. Now, I try and keep my criticism to what's happening within the sport itself, and I try not to make it personal unless I believe the personal impacts what's happening on the field. For instance, I thought the way 
and you can I mean you can go back and listen or look at my tweets or whatever, but I thought the way Scott Frost was handling himself uh, just in his general life was impacting the way he was doing his job, and um. that turned out to be true. So the you know sometimes they do bleed together, and it gets not as clean of a situation as you'd like it to be. But for the most part, whether it's a player, whether it's a coach, whatever. I try and keep my criticisms to specifically what's happening within their sport. And that's how I am with Coach Satterfield right now. I don't know, I don't know Marcus Satterfield uh, personally at all, and I'm sure he's a nice guy, and I'm sure he's a, a good dude. Otherwise, Coach Rule wouldn't have him on staff and have worked with him multiple times across their careers. But I don't think he's done a very good job this year, whether that's – and listen – the play calling, individual play calling, I'll be critical of in the moment because it can be really frustrating. And I don't know that – I do think that Satterfield is like a lot of offensive coordinators in that they kind of like to show off how big their brain is and they try and outthink people a little bit more than they need to and they overcomplicate things. Uh, but I think that's pretty common with offensive coordinators, to be honest. Not that it's okay, but I, I think it's pretty common. My issue is what we heard Coach Rule talk about yesterday and after the press conference with the, this idea that if you've got guys making the same types of mistakes at a certain position group, then that's probably a coaching or teaching issue within that group. And that quarterback position, they're – inability to see the field well and see defenders well I think has to fall on Satterfield because it looks too similar between all three guys and again very small sample size on Purdy at this point but the way that it looks between all three guys is way too similar for me not to think that Satterfield is part of the problem or how Satterfield is teaching that position is part of the problem now that doesn't necessarily mean I think he should be fired coach rule brought up a good point about hey constant turnover is not good for building a program either and I agree I do think there has to be a discussion and I don't know that we're there yet but I do think at some point there has to be a discussion about hey there's a certain point where the continuity is not worth the incompetence that we're seeing on the field and I don't know that we're there yet, but I need you to keep that in the back of your mind because continuity is only worth so much if you're getting better. If you're not getting better and there's still a level of incompetence or uh, poor teaching habits or whatever, then the continuity doesn't actually help you there. So I need you to keep that in mind as we talk about the Satterfield situation because I don't know that we're there yet, but we, we very well might get to a point where the continuity is not worth what we're getting on the field. You know, we talked about this uh, with Andrew yesterday. Yeah, guys might have a lot of experience, but bad experience doesn't make you better. Bad ex like experience at being bad, sometimes it can get through the growing pains and stuff like that, but a lot of times if you're just experienced and bad, you're still going to be bad. So I don't know how much that's worth uh, with Satterfield, but unless they – fix the way they're teaching the quarterback position. And this isn't just a Nebraska thing. Satterfield's offenses have been turnover prone in the past. Obviously, this is a different level 
of turnover prone, but it, it seems like it might be a common thread within his offenses. And so that's something to keep in mind. What I think I'd like to see, and this was the original plan, by the way, was for someone else to come in and be the quarterback's coach. Let Satterfield call plays, run the offense, design everything, whatever. Maybe he, I think he was originally intended to coach tight ends. But then you bring in somebody separate to specifically be the quarterback's coach to help them go through their reads and progressions and learn how to see the field a little bit better. So that's not on Satterfield because that's the place that I think has been Satterfield's biggest failing so far this year is helping the quarterbacks develop in a way that they see the field better. I've had some issues with the play calling, sure, although I think he's done an okay job of leaning into what he has uh, healthy and available. I've had some issues with specific play calls, but in general, I, I don't hate the way he's tried to adapt his offense. Where I do think his biggest failing is I don't think any of the quarterbacks are seeing the field well. I don't think they're seeing defenders well. That's where I'd maybe like to say, see, hey, let's bring in a quarterback's coach, a specific quarterback's only coach to help these guys out to make sure they develop because you're not always going to have a defense this good that keeps you in games. And frankly, it's kind of a waste, not kind of, it's a huge waste of a defense this good to not have an offense that can score even a little bit. And a lot of that's on the quarterbacks. I, I genuinely think there are throws there. I think there's plays there. I think there's open guys. And that's part of the reason I'm not calling for Satterfield's job is because I think, again, theoretically, which we talked about with Andrew yesterday, theoretically some of these plays work. But if you can't execute them, then the theory really doesn't matter. While Satterfield's pretty good at coming up with the theory, it seems like we need a quarterback's coach, in my opinion, to help the guys in that room execute what Satterfield's putting available in theory. Um, if you've got thoughts on this, Nebraska, the Texas A&M job, whatever, give us a call at 888-638-4876 um, on that Warhorse Sportsbook hotline. I, I really think that a quarterback's coach is the answer. Now, obviously, you'd have to send either you'd have to have a uh, current on-field coach not be there anymore or you put them in an analyst off-field role. Um, but there are options and ways to do that for sure. Fred, hang on the line there. We will get to you uh, as soon as we get back from break. We also will get to, as I promised, some of that Texas A&M stuff because I want to talk about that before we talk to Adam McClintock at 8 o'clock. All that and more coming up on Herd Out Sports Radio. Sports Radio. 